you all for responding to the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You can't get this anywhere else. In the house of God is where you get it. Praise God. Jude, the very first chapter. There's that little book way, way back, almost to Revelation. Amen. Jude, chapter 1. I think that may be all the chapters it has. Maybe one chapter. Praise God. Third verse. And it's a scripture that we quote and you quote. It's familiar. Not trying to preach any new revelations to you today, but just remind you of a few things maybe that might help you along the way. Oh, boy. What a, what a world we're living in right now. Talk about all the bad and all the ugly and all that's wrong and messed up. And, but, you know, in the middle of all that, I, I like to, maybe I get to it in this message, let's talk about how wonderful God is and what an opportunity we all have Amen. To do right in the middle of a lot of wrong. All right. Praise God. Jude 1 and 3. Amen. I'll start with there. Maybe I might read another verse. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. The common salvation, what he was talking about here was, you know, the book of Acts experience. All repented of their sins, just like Peter. Remember, he has the keys. Repented of their sins commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus for the remission of sins, amen, and receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend. I, I underline this, earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Praise God. Amen. Look around, smile at somebody. Amen. And if you are a guest, God bless you. Amen for coming. I don't really see any guests in here today, really. Amen. I think just it's all us here. Hey, we just be ourselves today. You may be seated. Amen. Just be ourselves. Kick our shoes off. Wiggle our toes in the carpet. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you to get a cup of coffee. Brother Charles made a nice, just right pot of coffee back there this morning. I slipped in and got me just a little bit. I'd already had coffee and it was just right. But we'd, I won't tell you to get coffee. We'd probably spill it all over the place. And so let's, don't, let's not do that. We've got enough hindrances and interferences with worship and church as it is without doing that. All right. Amen. But I looked up that little, he said, earnestly contend. And, 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 and I looked up the little word contend and it means to struggle, it means to strive, wrestle, grapple, and eventually just lay claim to it. It's not easy. It, it, you know, it, I, things are coming against me, but, but, but I'm laying claim, amen, to this message that was once delivered earnestly. Amen, I'm doing this. Obviously, Jude had some serious concerns over the false teaching that was creeping into the church. Yes, that early and that soon. Amen. He fully understood and believed the true message that Jesus authored and delivered to the saints. Aren't you happy for that? Aren't you glad that his disciples got it? Amen. And then they wrote it down, passed it on to us. It's not hard to understand. Amen. And so Jude, amen, the brother of James, he understood that. Amen. And then in Jude 1 and 8, I'm skipping ahead a little bit to just to go to just for a little reference. Uh, in describing the apostate teachers, here's what he said. Here's a, you, know, you know when the Spirit begins to move, there's some outside manifestations. There's some fruit of that Spirit if it's good or evil, all right? And so you don't even have to have spirituality. You don't have to have prayed a month, fasted till your belly button fell off. You don't have to do any of that. There's outward manifestations. And so Jude said, of people who are apostate or false teachers and false doctrine. He said, they despise dominion and speak evil of dignitaries. Dominion is law, it's supreme authority, and it's sovereign. It's sovereignty. And what he's speaking of and who he's speaking about, amen, the dignities here, those are the unbending principles We could preach principles, and then there's enough common judgment and common sense, amen, that we could probably get the rest of it all right, amen. The dignities are dignitaries, those those who are worthy of honor or respect. He's talking about shepherds, 
and pastors and bishop and elders. That's who he's talking about. Jude writes a very direct and plain description of those who depart from the original truth, amen, that was delivered to the church. Boy, what a message the world needs and the church needs today. We've got every flavor, every style of church. Amen. Listen, even in the UPCI, our own organization, you know, you just got anything that you want. Let me tell you what we are. We are professional church folks. We know how church ought to be ordered, how it ought to be ran, how the pastor's supposed to do it, even how he stands behind the pulpit. We've got the songs down, who they support, what they're supposed to sing and how they do it. We got it all together. But, but there's people who know that that who don't know Jesus. Organization is good, folks. Amen. Organization is fine. I'm, I'm in one. Amen. And our organization has great rules. Amen. Good standards. Amen. And I go by those things. We can't just do whatever we want to do when we want. We all answer to somebody. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so, you know, I think it was Paul said uh, once, he said, you know, somebody, Demas, he said, Demas hath forsaken us. He's forsaken me, having loved this present world. How did he know that? Well, he departed and he left for something else. He left the ministry. Amen. The New Testament church was powerful, folks. Powerful. Amen. But, but John the Baptist, before it ever got here, before the birth of the church, John the Baptist preached that the Holy Ghost would be poured out, but he said it would come with fire. Hallelujah. It would come with fire. He said, I baptize you with water under repentance, but there's one coming after me. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. I thank God for the truth, folks. I thank God for it, but there's got to be some fire. Maybe I could say there's got to be some passion. Hallelujah. My baby brother, we grew up, grew up in the south and not too far from New Orleans. A lot of French-speaking people down there. Brother and Sister Swingo, they speak French. Amen. And probably a different dialect from you. Amen. But my, you could, my brother could express, my younger brother just died last December, December before last now, the day after Christmas. Mac would, you'd say something really ridiculous or about something or somebody, and he'd say, Woo-wee. I didn't even know till I was grown that we was yes. Ooh, yes. But it was, ooh, we. He put his expression on it. <laughs> is, that good, is that good shrimp or what? He'd say, ooh, we. Hallelujah. But, but he wouldn't just say yes. He would put that ooh on it. A little passion with it. It wouldn't hurt us. Amen. Amen. To kind of let our hair down. Why? This is a glorious gospel. Amen. We are a peculiar people. We are called out and separated. The very word, the original word, ecclesia, amen, for church in the New Testament simply means the called out ones. We're not supposed to look and act and be like everybody else. Have I got enough passion going there just a little bit right now? Amen. Listen, we are supposed to be different. And the thing that fuels the truth, the thing that fuels revival is passion. It's the fire that God said that he was going to give along with the Holy Ghost. You can't sleep and rest and kick back and prop up, amen, if you understand that and you get a little bit of that fire. You know, you can just drag around. You put a stick of little fire to somebody. You see how slow they move. No, 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 no. It quits being slow. That's just a little example. Praise God. But the best defense against false teaching is simply truth. Something that's a lie, just keep telling the truth. Amen. You can tell a lie long enough. Amen. Amen. The mainstream media does it every day, every day, every day, if you don't know it. Just so you know. Pastor already said he don't watch. I don't either. Amen. It's just sickening. Amen. Amen. In Acts 2 and 3. Amen. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, watch this, like as a fire, that's, and it sat up on each of them. If there's no fire, maybe you just need a new refilling of the Holy Ghost. If there's no fire, if there's no ump, amen, amen, there's an ump, amen, if you put try in the front of it, triumph. There used to be an old motorcycle, American-made motorcycle. Amen. And I just salivated over them when I was a teenager. Ooh, I'd like to have a 650 Triumph. 
Amen. But triumph means, amen, try with a little oomph in front of it or with it. Maybe. That would be maybe a way to just, Listen, you, if you don't try, you'll get nowhere. You just kick back and lay back. Amen. You will get nowhere. There will be no victory for you. There will be no deliverance for you. There will be no joy for you. There will be no peace for you. There will be no victory for you. And the people you witness to won't get anything either. What are we going to... We're going to try to give away something we don't have. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost and the fire that comes with it. The very first outpouring happened in Jerusalem. It was about A.D. 33. The book of Acts ended about A.D. 62. And what that makes, that adds up, amen, to about 30 years or right close, about 30 years of Holy Ghost outpourings. And that was only the beginning. It didn't stop when Acts ended, amen. They went into all the world, amen. And following history of the history of the church, there was, this is what we don't like to talk about. We don't like to think about this. There was much suffering, amen, that took place as the teaching of the church of the truth, amen, spread throughout the world. Amen. The enemy could not stop it. The world could not stop the truth. What are you doing? I'm preaching truth. What's that for? That's a, that's a come against all that false doctrine and all that teaching that's intertwined and mingled in with the church. Can I wake somebody up here today? Amen. Can I stir somebody's soul here? God is still in the house. It's not about me. I'm just a conduit. I may not be pretty and I may not, I may be, in fact, I may be pretty ugly today. Amen. But something's coming through this conduit and yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, it is for you. You can let it pour out on the ground if you want or you can open up and just receive what God is saying right now. The disciples were beaten. What do you think they were beaten for? Just sitting around? They were out doing the work of God, Brother Jerry. They were out testifying, talking about the goodness and the power of God and the truth of God. They were imprisoned. They were false accused. They were killed because of this truth. They were brought in by the religious Sanhedrin court. And they said, we don't, we, the Bible said they were threatened. and said, we don't want you to preach or we don't want you to teach. In that name, that's where the power is, folks. The name is where the power is. When we pray for some sick, we say, in the name of Jesus Christ. That's, that transfers that responsibility from us. I can't do it. Hey, I can't do this. Amen. But I'm giving you a name, amen, that's above every name. That's where the power is. That's what the devil doesn't like. That's why he can't hang around. That's why we're not afraid of the devil. Hallelujah. I hope you all know this by now. I've preached it here probably lately. I've always preached it. You get a scary feeling you can't sleep at night. That is not God, my friend. Hallelujah. I'm just a conduit. Praise God. But what's coming out of this right now is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I do this more than, off, more than once, lots of times. I'm just, I'm just praying for God to give me an answer. Or at least let me give you an answer right now. People don't say Pentecostal. Holy Ghost people don't believe that. Well, that's your problem. If Bishop Wright called me right now, as as, as nervous as I'd get about it, not about him. I mean, I've had many conversations with him, sat on the board for 12 years with him. Before that, he was my home missions director. First guy we met when we got here to the fact. One, the second guy, but we went straight to his house. So I'm, I'm not uncomfortable with Bishop Wright. I am uncomfortable with what he might tell me. Because you know what? Usually it's what I don't want to hear. And what, do you, what is it you don't want to hear? I don't want to hear anything that I don't want to do. <laughs> but I've already made that decision. I'm not just drifting around. Well, if it all works out, I'm going to see how. Hallelujah. Brother, Brother Thompson, you quoted the scripture up here just a few Sundays back. It broke loose because it's true. It's biblical. The heart is deceitfully wicked. And you know, somebody needs to listen to me right now. And who can know it? Somebody said, well, I know my heart. According to the Bible, you don't know your heart. Can I preach the truth right now? I told you I need to preach. None of this is in my notes. Amen. Amen. Listen, I, I, we just go by. Here's, here's the bottom line of that. You were going by our feelings. Truth don't really matter much to us. Oh, but I got the Holy Ghost and talked in tongues. Well, you need to talk in tongues some more. 
get past those feelings where you're just like Brother Young was laid out right here. We hadn't done that in a while, have we? What happened? Amen. Paul said, you did run well. What did hinder? That's our focus. It's what we're looking at. It's who we're influenced by. And we all are, so we've got we to pray through again. The prophet Joel prophesied something. In the, he, he, said, he said this way, way, way back in the Old Testament. He said, in the last days, saith the Lord, I will. Everybody say, I will. This is, a, this is the language of the Scripture. I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Now, you know what? He's going to pour it out. Now, here's, a, here's all we have to do. We just have to do like Brother Billy Cole and Brother Jason. This is what he said. He said, I know that God's going to pour it out. It's my business to get to the place and, and position myself where I can be under the spout where the glory is being poured out. You can sit back and lay back and make yourself comfortable and don't fast and don't pray and sleep in church or whatever it is and do nothing. Well, you won't get it. But we keep preaching. You know what? He promised it. Hallelujah. It don't matter. If we, it, it, listen, we can quit praying, and that's not going to stop him from pouring it out. We can shut this little goofy, crazy fast that I hate. Amen. We can shut that off and don't do any of that anymore because our flesh likes to eat. Is that going to stop God from pouring? No. That's not going to stop me because he said, I will pour out my spirit. Come on, y'all. I will pour out my spirit. We'll, we'll just find out what's happening. Where is it at? And get under that. Amen. And you will receive that spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. What we call the latter rain, just a little history here. What we call the latter rain, of course, I'm skipping a whole lot of history here. Amen. Latter rain of the Holy Ghost. It began falling January the 1st, 1901 in a little town called Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, Kansas. Amen. In a Bible school. Had a prayer meeting and a little lady broke out in tongues. I think it was a Methodist. Amen. It don't matter. God doesn't care what religion is everywhere, okay? But Holy Ghost experiences maybe are far and few between. Amen. Little Methodist got this, and, and that was the first latter day, amen, in the modern times it began, amen, in 1901, January the 1st. It spread to California, amen, and everybody's heard of the great Azusa Street Revival in Los Angeles, California. Prayer, it just, just give you a little setting of people getting where it's being poured out. You create that place sometimes, amen. Praise God. During a normal service, like a regular service, in, in that Azusa Street congregation, amen. A normal service, the congregation would be down on their knees, Brother Young. They said, and I'm just uh, somebody that observed that. I, it, it was something I read. They would be down on the congregation, not the pastor, not the elders, but the congregation would be on their knees six or seven times during one service for periods of time, praying for special needs. I might mess my suit up if I do that. I might mess up my hair. Hallelujah. Let me pick on us just a little bit. Amen. They had service 20. I'm going to challenge somebody. All of us, really. They had service 24 hours a day. Now, they had some regular services. They had a 10 o'clock on Sunday. They had a 10 o'clock a.m. service. Maybe other, other days, too. But a 10 o'clock service in the a.m. They had a 2 p.m. service. And they had a 7 p.m. service. And the, and, and the writer that I read, the, the, the witness, they said that they would take one service and it would go into the next service and the next service. And mo- many times they would at- actually have service for 24 hours. Can, can I share what I feel right now? The business world, people who know how to make money, folks who know how to sell stuff, they, lean, they learn how to sell things. And one way to make a sale is to make it convenient for the potential customer. They're, they're, listen, think about it. Convenience stores, I mean, 7-Elevens, quick shops, they're on virtually every corner in America. And you think they're going out of business for lack of sales? I don't think so. Listen, they offer 24-hour convenience. Now, in these last days, the church, amen, is going to reach the hungry and the hurting 
people that are all, we meet, we know who they are sometimes, a lot of times. Amen. We're going to reach them by making ourselves available to them 24 hours a day. Now, that's a stretch for some of us because I was telling Brother Jason before church, I said, this is driving me nuts. And I understand what it is, Brother Thompson. It, God's changing us. I hate the COVID virus. I hate the mask. I hate not being able to hug your neck and shake your hand like normal. But, but you know what? God is training us and remolding the church and shaping the church. I don't know a Saturday without outreach literally going out and doing outreach and knocking on people's doors. If nothing else, amen, uh, Brother Oakley, you know, if nothing else, just follow-ups. Hey, y'all have been to our church before. Hey, how you doing? I'm just stopping by to see how you do. Listen, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to do on Saturdays now. Used to go to hospitals. Somebody in our church have a connection. Brother White connection. We're there. That's my job. Waiting room. I can't tell you how many hours and hours and hours I've spent with relatives, wives, amen, husbands maybe, because their person, of their loved person is in there in some type of a surgery or sickness. All that's shut off. You know what we're going to have to do? This is tough for us. We watch people grow up. Listen, there's people on milk right now. They should be eating meat. That's people who are missing church right now. And let me just tell you something. I'm not trying to be ugly or mean. I'm not going after him. The prodigal son that left Brother Jerry, listen, the father loved that boy. That was his son. But he didn't go after him. The son finally came to himself. That's what the scripture said. He finally woke up in a pig pen and he came to himself and he said, the servants that are hired in my father's house, they're doing better than I'm doing and I'm a son. And he began to make his way back. We're hoping to God that somebody, amen, over some silly reason has walked out of the church. We hope that they come to themselves. It's not our job to go looking for everybody. Now, the coin didn't know it was lost. It was in the house. It's just like right here. This is the house, folks. It's people that don't have an ounce of the Holy Ghost. They don't know it. They can't wait till I shut up where they can finish their nap. They can't wait till I'm quiet where they can go get lunch somewhere. He'll just be quiet. None of this is getting to you. None of this. None of it is for you, all right? But you look and you search, and that's what I'm doing right now. If you didn't know, I'm, she, swept, she swept the house. That important coin was in the A coin don't know if it's lost. What does a coin know? It doesn't have a brain, a nervous system. So we do. If people will come to church and show up, maybe we can reach them with an ounce of God's word. And say, so you need to worship, you need to praise. You need to lead. Somebody else is watching you. You don't have to have a pulpit to lead either. That's who hears. And we finally find it hidden among the stuff, a coin. The sheep got lost too. But the sheep didn't intentionally get lost. The sheep got to wandering around out there like sheep do. There was no, nothing meant by it. It didn't get its feelings hurt or anything. It didn't get offended. The sheep just got out there. And that's when the shepherd left the 99 and went after that one sheep. Different things were lost, and God used different means, amen, and different approaches to get the, the sheep or the coin or the, or the son back at the church. Hallelujah. And I'm, we're allowing God to do that right here. Praise God. It's our, it's, it's our duty, elders. It's our duty to preach the truth. Amen. And that's going to come against false doctrine that some folks are caught up in, and, and, and they got it. They got it. They don't, what do they need us for? They got truth. Hallelujah. And for us, Paul said this way, have no fellowship with those folks who are connected up with, with spiritual darkness. Don't, he said, don't, don't eat with them. Don't, have, don't fellowship with them. And we're nice people. How are you going to do that? Well, you just figure out some way to separate and get away from people who are rebellious, who won't accept truth, who's got their face like a flint in the wrong direction. They can put on a good show. They can weep just like us. They can pray and shout just as loud as us. Amen. Have no fellowship with the works of darkness. That's my job. All right, and that's your job, Pastor. Amen. Elders, that's our job. Hey, what do you do? You, you know, okay, you know what? Bless you. Amen. I'm out of here. I hope you get blessed. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Listen, 
but, but we got to make ourselves available. I'm reluctant to tell this because somebody's going to shoot some darts at me for doing this. Hallelujah. Sister Debbie knows who the lady is. I wouldn't, sweetheart, we just loved her to death. Amen. Had some spiritual problems, supernatural problems. It, it showed itself a couple times. I could see it right around here. I was like, ooh, that's not right. Couldn't quite put my finger. I knew it wasn't God. But let me tell you, she came right. Came for a meeting. I passed by that office. Sister Debbie was right in there. And she said, does she have demons? I said, we're about to find out. Her husband didn't even believe in it. He spoke that. He said, I don't even believe all that craziness. Really? I sat right here. I'm not trying to be spooky again. I'm just trying to wake somebody up. I'm trying to preach some truth. Amen. Amen. Jesus, when he cast out devils, he never touched them. He spoke it. It's the word of the Lord. It's the truth of God's word. Amen. You don't have to wrestle them down. I'm guilty of that way, way many years ago. That's the way you did it. Everybody got a hold of them, and they writhed and foamed at the mouth and crossed their eyes and rolled their... I've seen it. I've seen it all. I'm familiar with it. Amen. And some of y'all doubt. Amen. You believe your doctor, if he says you got cancer, amen, and I can say something, you're like, ooh, you know, I don't know. I don't, it's really, you got problems, sir, ma'am. I don't claim anything that, that's not from God, amen, but I set myself right down here, amen, just like I always do, amen. And that sweet, wonderful lady that was possessed by several, I didn't count them all, amen, knelt down. And that's how you get rid of demons. You can't cast the devil out of somebody that don't want him cast out. Somebody that claims their rights, stiffen their neck, make their mind up to rebel. You can't cast them. I'm not going to try. I'm leaving that alone. Amen. I'm not. But, but, but she knelt down right there. Her voice changed. It started down in her belly. It came up. It was scary. My hair stood on the back of my neck. We had some witnesses right here. And I thought, you know what God's doing? God's allowing this to let those people, they let them, they believe in it, but they let them know what's really going on here. It's not me trying to talk about it to scare anybody. Amen. And one by one, amen, we just spoke in the name of Jesus Christ, that powerful name. Hallelujah. Amen. I come, and I told her, I said, sis, I'm going to say some straightforward things, but I'm not talking to you, all right? I love you, amen, I love you, and I would never say anything ugly to you, but I'm speaking to those spirits that are in you, and I said, you're not welcome in this house, by the authority I adjure you to come out of her, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and guess what, one by one, seven or eight times, they came out, she spit up stuff, turned red, turned blue, Almost lost her breath numerous times, but each time she would fall over almost as dead. Listen, it's exhausting, but there's folks who want the devil in them. They're having fun being the boss. Amen. And they have authority over some folks. I don't know why I threw that in there. I'm just saying, you know what? You just tiptoe around the tithe payers if you want. Amen. I'm just going to tell the truth, okay? We got to have revival around here. We're going to have revival. He said he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That's what he said. And so I'm believing that. And I'm depending on that. And I'm preaching that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if the world can do their sales and meet the needs of people, amen, carnal needs, natural needs, amen. You know, why can't we do it for spiritual needs? Now, I don't, I don't know if we can man all of that, Brother Jerry. I don't know. We, we got we to really organize and reorganize and plan because one or two or three services a week won't cut it, amen. Listen, after Wednesday night service, listen, uh, I know we depend on our singing, and, and, and what a great job, uh, Brother Britt, what a, what a great job y'all are doing. It, I mean, we needed it. We needed it. We, we, ran, we ran out of people to sing, all right? So, but you know what? God did just what he always does. If I walked out of here or fell dead, or what, I guess God would put somebody in here, amen, that could preach better than me. This, this is, it's about God. It's not about me and you. It's about the work of God. So I think it was God, amen, Whatever brought you here and got you here and set you right over there, amen. Boom, off the platform, boom. 
Never missed a lick. Can I just claim the blessings of God? How did, did you get your feet? Yeah, I got hurt. Somebody, oh, I got my feet. I did too. Hallelujah. Amen. Spiritual hunger is real, folks. And we ought to be convenient for people. Amen. Who are hungry. Amen. All hours of the day or the night. I was going to say, Brother Jason's mom, after Wednesday night service, amen, she came in. She was in the parking lot already. Didn't hear any singing. Didn't hear any preaching. Didn't have us see us shouting and running. Wanted to be baptized. Why? Because he testified and witnessed to her and showed her scriptures. This is the part of the remolding of us. We watch people grow up. Brother Ruck, we watch them here and we can, just, we can tell whether they're growing or not or whether they need a little help in the spirit. We can help them with their worship, help them with their prayer, all kinds of things. But you know what we're going to have to start doing with this new kind of a deal we got going here? Can't see each other, can't hug each other, mask up. We're going to have to preach the truth to them and then trust God. We can't babysit them, pacify them, diaper them, pet them, burp them. Paul said to about a group of, y'all still with me? Is this okay? Y'all, y'all, all right. Paul said to, a, to some people, and he wrote about it. He said, he said, you're still on the bottle. You're still on milk, and you ought to be eating meat by now. It was a church. It was a church he was talking to. Now, are we ready for that kind of church where we can be on call, elders? <laughs> we have to get some more elders. Amen. And to be an elder, you got to be with me, all right? This is, y'all, everybody look right up here by my crooked nose. I can't hardly see you now. My, my sight's good. If I lay my phone down on a, on, on a surface that's about the same color as my phone, I can lose my phone right there. That's serious. It's, that's what happens when you get old. Y'all laughing right now. The younger people are laughing. <laughs> Brother Brian, you having a good time with it. I forget things. I have, I have Pastor and Sister Melissa to help me with that, and I make, I, I'm, you know, they, may, they have some fun out of that. All right? what, you know what you do? You, just, you can get mad and upset about it, or you can just roll with it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm, my, my brain's going every direction right now, folks. Amen. But, but, but listen, we, we may have to make some big, we will have to make some big changes. And when the COVID's gone, and young people, listen to me. I am your bishop. I, I, you know what? I'm going to just make a bold statement right now. I don't think your mom and daddy loves you more than I do. That's a God love. I didn't get that on my own. I, I, I don't deserve that. Amen. And, and when you mess up or when you're not here, when you're pulled off somewhere else, and in one way or the other, you're taught not to trust me or to doubt me, to fear me, to wonder if I'm telling the truth or not to you. I, can't, I don't know if I can get any more clear or more plain than that. I'm coming against, that is a spirit of the enemy. The enemy wants to divide. That's, that, that's, a, that's a common thing throughout the scripture. That's a principle. He wants to separate. But God brings together. Listen, the worst person that walks in here the biggest heathen that walks in here. Amen. There's a love, Sister Jan, that comes from God through us. We, this, we, we, again, we're the conduit. It just flows. Our heart goes out to people are hooked on drugs and alcohol and sex and you name it, bound up. Amen. That's what God does through the elders and the ministry. And then somebody comes along in so many ways and so many words tell you this church doesn't love you. That is a lie from the pits of hell. That's, that's what we're here for. That's why we're here. That's our business. Hallelujah. Amen. I, listen, this is, this is a Holy Ghost. This is Holy Ghost, folks. Listen, to have a church like the Azusa Street that rocked the world. People were, and they didn't have jet airplanes and flying across. No, no. People came in ships from other countries and came to Los Angeles, California. They went to Zeusa Street. If they just had a little bit of religious knowledge, amen, and hunger, they went there to visit that church from around the globe. 
Now, that takes, that takes something, folks. That takes prayer and dedication to get this kind of a revival, this kind of a move of God in our church. Now, unfortunately, and I'm being funny, I'm, I'm being sarcastic a little bit, we want it short and sweet and to the point. Why? Because we're busy. We got other things going. We got instant coffee. Now we want instant church services. Amen. I mean, listen, folks, that needs to change. That needs to change. Hallelujah. Amen. The old Acts 238 formula still brings, amen, Pentecostal Holy Ghost fire. Still does, folks. Did you hear me? The old Acts 238. That, that's where Peter used the kingdom. I know we, we wear it out here, but, but, but we're just going to keep preaching. In the book of Acts, they prayed 10 days, and they preached 30 minutes, and 3,000 people were filled with the Holy Ghost. Today we sing 30 minutes, preach an hour, and sometimes nothing happens. We, we, we may, need, may need Brother Young to readjust that. <laughs> I like what you did up here, by the way. Hallelujah. There's times you just come up, you come up to lead prayer, and you just say, we're going to pray. We just pray. And this wasn't one of those days, though. You have to have liberty, and I'm giving you liberty. Amen. Praise God. Listen, folks. We say Peter had the keys, but he delivered it to us. We have the keys to the kingdom. We, we have to proclaim what it takes to get into the kingdom of God. And no, and it's not accept Christ as your personal Savior. Can I preach against false doctrine? Can I do that? We have to tell, I said, we have to proclaim what it takes to get into the kingdom. But the TF Tenney said, it's for all those people who all have to have all the answers. All right? He said it this way. He said, I have to leave what I don't understand to God. I can't imagine somebody like him that was bright as he was. I mean, in probably any subject you want to think about, he could talk about it with you and probably teach you something about it. Amen. But he said, I have to leave what I don't understand to God. But because I don't understand some aspects of it, I'm, I'm continuing to quote, he said, it doesn't mean I don't preach what I do understand. <laughs> Hallelujah, unquote. Second Timothy 3 and 7, here's what he said, tacked on that. Ever learning, somebody out there, amen, that's watching me, amen, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's what he said, Second Timothy 3, 7. Ever learning, just learn, just learn, just learn enough to argue about this, learn enough to disagree about that, learn, learn, learn. Amen. It bothers me when people reject truth. It bothers me, and I'm troubled with those who get offended easily. But the truth is, folks, amen, this has been happening since the church began. I'm almost done. I'm not going much longer. What do you mean? Uh, offended people, hurt people, didn't do it my way. That's the people I was talking about earlier. They're supposed to know how you have church, but they don't know Jesus. The answer to all of these, these things that, that, that are all this that's carnal, all this that's childish, all this that's petty, all this that's, that's, that's selfish, I want it my way, all right? Earnestly contending, back to the text, earnestly contending for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Amen. The, the, the prophet said that God would pour out his spirit in the last days. Amen. Now, we're going to preach that. What are you talking about? I, 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 we can't go after everybody and chase everybody down that goes by the wayside. I never, I never read anything else about Demas that left. Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. What did Paul do? Paul just kept preaching truth. You know why he found some folks somewhere along the way that said, you know what, we not only like what's preached, but we like the pastor, the bishop, the elders. We love the spirit that they have there. So guess what? I'm locking into that. They're the ones that told me how to be baptized. They showed me in the scripture how many gods they really are. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and him only shalt thou serve. God himself said, if there's a God, I don't know who he is. There's no God beside me. There's no God before me. There's no God behind me. Amen. I'm the one. I'm the only one. And then people get that little bit of knowledge, and it don't take long for some folks. They know more than the church does. They know more than the elders that taught them. 
Praise God. Listen, we're going to preach that, folks. The Supreme Court ruled that same-sex marriage many years, several years ago, is legal in this country. They ought, the Supreme Court, amen, they also ruled that it's legal to abort a, a late-term pregnancy. It's bad and wrong to abort any kind of pregnancy at any term. Now it's late-term. And now you read and hear all kind of horror stories about that. They, the Supreme Court was wrong, folks. Oh, they're smart. They're, they know. They, you know what? I know they are. Smarter than I am, but they are wrong. Hallelujah. More people have been killed in the womb than all of our wars put together. Did you know that? More people have been killed in the womb. And let me tell you this, for our black people, our black congregation, people of color, you know that more black women five times, I just read the statistics, I wasn't sure about it. I just looked it up yesterday to make sure. Black women are five times more likely than whites to get an abortion. So if black lives matter, and we really think it does, and I do think it does, amen, that's what we'd be looking at a little closer, all right? Amen. Instead of funding it like a lot of people do, maybe we don't know that. Amen. Jude 1 and 20, he said, but ye beloved, here's what you do. In the middle of all this bad, ugly, crazy stuff, all right? But ye beloved, building up yourselves. Anybody want to do that? On your most holy faith. How do you do that? Amen. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Don't say much about learning and knowledge and all of this stuff, but he talks about praying in the Holy Ghost. God promised, let's all stand together. I'm getting ready to come trying to close. I'm getting close anyway. God promised to set before us an open door. Remember that in Revelation 3? He, he promised the churches that. He said, I'm going to set before you an open door, and listen closely, and no man can shut it. The enemy and the devil and whoever's being used by the devil is spinning his wheels. I could save him a whole lot of trouble and a whole lot of heartache and a whole lot of work just to surrender to God. Amen. And what that means, surrendering to the authority of the church. And let me just... Let me just Put a little icing on the cake here for some of you that may not know this. There's all kind of people that will shout with you. I'm speaking as a bishop right now. I've met the devil on numerous occasions. I know he's feeling. I know the spirit. Amen. I know who he is. I know what he's about. Some of you doubt that. That's your problem. Hallelujah. I'm just letting it get quiet a while. But the door is open. And there's folks who try to shut it. But he said they can't. Can't shut the door. Hallelujah. There's a break forth, break loose, Holy Ghost power. But those folks, just because they talk in tongues and shout, can I get clear? Can I get plain? Oh, they're good people. Yeah, let me tell you what you do. You tell them to do something they don't want to do. That's the, it's the shouting is not the test. You get music like this going. I'm old and I want to shout and jump. It'll, do, it'll just do it. That ain't the test. Wake up, folks. Wake up, elders. Wake up. We got to know this. Oh, they're sweet. I, I didn't say they wasn't. They shout and talk in tongues. Whoopie-doo. Hallelujah. Brother Dan, I'm, it's old-time Pentecostal stuff right now. We used to hear this kind of preaching every service. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm just throwing that out there. Just, 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 yeah, just go ahead and put a test on them. This is what we're going to do today. Huh? Let's see. Hallelujah. Man, they'll get wild-eyed quick. Trials and tribulations, yes. Weariness, yes. Misunderstandings, yes. And any other negative, ugly thing that you can think of. But here's what Habakkuk said. I'm saying this in closing. Habakkuk, the third chapter, verses 17 through 19. We'll leave you with this right here. Beginning at verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine, the labor of the olives shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off. He's talking about food, folks. He's talking about money. He's talking about a living. All of that's shut off. There's no, there shall be no herd in the stall. Amen. But I love how he, how he finishes this up right here. 
puts the icing on the cake, so to speak. All these bad things happening. All these people coming against us. Our nations is divided. Pastor just warned us. We don't know. We're not prophesying anything. We're just saying we're just hearing this and that. And so we might ought to pay attention to them. Things are bad. Things are wrong. There's two sides to everything. Maybe more than maybe more than two. But he said, in the middle of all that, the prophet said, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Some of us hadn't learned that yet. Some of us hadn't learned that yet. We let somebody else rejoice. We let somebody else praise. Hallelujah. Listen, don't, don't, don't let me be guilty, Sister Jan. Don't let me be gu- guilty of a, of a splash over blessing. Some folks don't know how to pray, won't pray. Some folks won't worship, won't shout, won't rejoice, Brother Swingo. And they just show up. Brother Young, somebody else is doing it and gets that thing going and they get a little splash over blessing. Mm-hmm. We're going to be leaders, Brother Chuck. We're going to be leaders. And we, get to, we pray the blessing and the reign of the Holy Ghost down. We're the ones that bring it in or help bring it in. And then it does. And hopefully those folks who get splashed on will learn by our leadership wherever it is, whether it's here or whether it's back there. This is what I'm supposed to do when I get here. I love the way some of you come to the altar when the first song of worship starts. Around the altar. Nobody did an altar service or an altar call, but they're fantastic worshipers and praisers who get it. Guess what you're doing? You are leading mm-hmm. other people who don't know that. In verse 19, his says, The Lord God, after he said, I will rejoice in the Lord and I will joy in the God of my salvation. And he said, The Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hinds' feet. Amen. In other words, he's going to prepare me. Amen. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To the chief singers. Amen. And my stringed instruments. There's an anointing and a power and a fire. Amen. That's going to come. It's supernatural, folks. It's not natural. I'm feeling it right now. And we just have to open up. Take our spiritual umbrella down. Amen. Where the Holy Ghost can get on us and in our spirit and we become leaders amen and the, and the ministry of the saints can begin to work hallelujah anybody ready for that anybody think you might at least like to lean in that direction hey we're going to be a 24 hour service church as needs 24 hours hallelujah amen just be available be ready but you know what we're too busy trying to figure out what we're doing and what's going listen just pray I said it the other night it, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful feeling. It took a little bit to get there. But I remember assisting Brother, Brother Nugent, my wife and I, two different times. But I remember that first time, and I was just kind of lost in the revival. We came out of a smaller church, and probably they were hitting over 200 to that point and continuing to grow. We were busing. In fact, we were part of it, driving buses and doing the whole bit. I was a clown. I did magic, gospel magic, the whole deal. I could make scarves disappear. And I did all kind of stuff to bring Sunday school people in. We worked. But finally, finally, I realized something was motivating that and driving that. We did everything we could. Every day of the week, we were doing something for God. We were sold out. But I remember Brother Nugent was in the front of the church. Amen. And I, I, I don't remember what kind of services, what kind of prayer. What, I don't know. It, now, this is for somebody that's never done this before. I'm, I'm not asking anybody to do me that way, but I'm asking you to get this spirit and try to lead. I, I, something got a hold of me. I had the Holy Ghost for several years by that time. I was married, you know, had one, one kid at least. And so I wasn't a kid. All right? But I remember him standing in the front. And I came up to him. Amen. Sister David, and I got him by the lapels of his coat. Now, this is tough. Most of you can't do this and won't do this. He wasn't asking for any glory or honor or any space. No, he was just having revival. He helped me probably more than any one man in this world. Directed me to probably leave a lot of things alone. Okay? But I got him by each lapel. And I got a hold of him. I said, Brother Nugent, whatever you say to do, I'll do it. Whatever you want. I, I, I just, I'm under your, I'm totally under your authority. Something changed in my life. I don't know if he paid much attention to it. I don't know, it just might have been a little deal for him. But, but I'm preaching to somebody right now. I don't need any more glory. Church is taking care of me. Everything's going well for the most part. 
I'm, a, I'm not preaching this for me. I'm a bishop. I'm, I'm, I'm past all of that. I don't need a lot of attention. I'm preaching to somebody who needs to find them an elder or a leader and do something of that nature. I'm surrendering to God. You can't surrender to God without an elder, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, event. You can't. They were put here and left here in this earth for the perfecting of the saints. You can't get past a preacher. How can they hear without a preacher? How can he preach lest he be sent? Many are called, but few are chosen. Somebody said many are cold and few are frozen. I kind of believe that too. I'm putting somebody, I'm, I'm, I'm opening a door for somebody, amen, to get a lot of trash and a lot of junk that the enemy has put in your mind and in your spirit to hinder you and separate you, amen, from the people who love you. Jesus' name. Oh, I feel like, I feel like praising him. I feel like shouting him. That's how we're going to deal with this stuff. Hallelujah. Can we just, can we have some leaders? We have some leaders. Amen. Just show folks what to do. Amen. And a worship and a praise service. Amen. Maybe a, maybe a little, I know that you've worn out probably by now. Amen. Being preached to and already shouted. But, but just one more time before we get out of here. If you've got a husband or a wife or a child. Amen. You've got something. That's it. Just grab somebody. Amen. Take them by the hand. Be a leader. Those, those seats are not for me. Amen. I said those seats are not for me. The altar's for me. Hallelujah. That's how I get strong in God. That's how I get my blessing. That's how I keep going on. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody feel like praising? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does anybody feel like praising? That's where God is. Amen. Didn't, didn't, say, you didn't, didn't say you didn't have some trouble. Didn't say you didn't have problems. In fact, we got all of that. Didn't say we didn't have demons to contend with and fight with and flesh to deal with. We got all of that. But I'm just saying the way we're going to get through this is take our focus off of things that are not right. or what, They may be, it may not. They, you know, they may be right. You just may not think that they're right. Amen. But you take it off of that and get out of that wrestling match. Amen. And focus it on, on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. The God that's in charge of all of this. Hallelujah. Amen. The God that all this is about. Hallelujah. Can anybody, you want to just praise him? Amen. Some of those things are going to fall off of you. Some of those things are going to lose their authority and their grip from you if we learn how to just praise in spite of it. Come on, let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Y'all Send it on down. Send it on down, Lord, let the Holy Ghost come on down. Send it on down, send it on down, Lord, let the Holy Ghost come on down. Send it on down, send it on down, Lord, let the Holy Ghost come on down. Send it on down, send it on down.